0: Welcome to B two B sales and marketing fans, admirers, and aficionados to making sales social live. Coming to you from the Social Sales Link Studios. I kind of like that how that sounds. I think we we're have gonna studios keep it. now. We're growing well, up
1: like big people.
0: We just never called them studios before, so I think that we're just going to keep it at uh, at studios, just because you know we can um if
1: i've got anything you want
0: Sherpa. yeah and i'm joined by fellow linkedin and social selling professional also known as the linkedin whisperer Bryn tellman how What's you it? doing Bryn?
1: i'm good bob how are you
0: i am doing great and feeling better every single second that the day goes along Welcome to Making Sales Social Live as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Brent Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show.
1: So I'm excited about this topic. We talk about it all the time. We teach people how to use it to start conversations about being salesy. And by the way, it has a great engagement. So talk about, what are we talking about? So
0: we are talking about Polls. So what Bryn was kind of uh, alluding to is that in a lot of other podcast episodes, we, we kind of touch on polls because just as Bryn said, they are a great way to start engagement and continue engagement and not be salesy while doing it. It's just it's been ever since the beginning of this podcast series which were like 200 plus some episodes in now that we haven't that that we've we haven't talked about polls just as their own topic since the very beginning so we decided that we're just going to do that so with all the recent talk about linkedin's algorithm changes there is one great way to get engagement and even start sales conversations it's been overlooked and of course we're talking about polls because it still works and it works really, really well. Before we get into kind of the the uh, thought behind polls and everything else, let's just talk really, really, really quickly about what they are and some of the mechanics behind it, Bren.
1: So a poll on LinkedIn, it's a very interesting, easy to use feature that you can get to when you click on... Uh, When you're on LinkedIn and you click on the share a post area, there are options that come up when you go into share a post. If you click on the three dots, one of them is a poll. It's just three little bars that show up. When you click on that, you're able to type a question up to 140 characters, including spaces. It's not a lot of characters. Uh, So you want to make sure that you are very clear and decisive in your question. That said, you have room in your text when you go to share this. So if you want to elaborate on that question, you can do that in the text that will be published above. You then get four options, each 30 characters, including spaces, also not a ton of space. And we recommend your fourth one is a 100% of the time, other sharing comments, or you will upset your potential voters that their answer isn't there. Even if you think yes, no, there's no in between, they'll find one. So make sure that you always offer uh, other sharing comments. And then you can choose the duration of your poll. It could be one, day, three days, one week, two weeks. Uh, if you're going to use this for business development, I recommend two weeks. And the, the key here is that we are using this to reach out to folks to get their perspective on a topic that can help us start trust-based conversations without being salesy. So I'll throw it back to you, Bob, for, for more points, and then I can talk about strategy around this.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, one of the things that I like about polls, especially for... For people who have either never ne- never run a poll before, or for people mm-hmm. who are like posting some content and they're like, "I don't know, do people really like what I'm doing? Do people really like what I'm saying, especially if you're not getting the type of engagement that you want to in, ter- in terms of um likes and comments from other people, you can start with a poll that essentially asks, "Hey, what do you want to hear from me?"
1: Yeah, Obviously, I-
0: more to that in terms of structuring it and everything, but just the basic idea of just saying, "Hey, I'm here. What do you want to know? I think that, especially if you're new to polling, that's a great first poll to run.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to add to that. Make sure the text is, you know, here are the insights that I bring to the table. There are, you know, I I, I talk about X and Y and Z and how to leverage A and B and C, and I'm putting together this poll to ensure that the content that I'm sharing with my network is content that they care about. So, uh, you know, as someone in my network of these topics, what would be most interesting to you? Right. There's a lot of different ways that we could spin this. And I think that's a great, great idea. There are a few other ways that we can leverage uh, polls. So uh, at least from a strategic standpoint, we can use polls that are discovery ish. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say you sell CRM systems. Uh, And you can talk about what is the number one initiative your company is putting out to increase adoption of your CRM, CRM system, more training, an easier process guide, whatever it might be, right? And now you can look at initiatives. Now, it's a myth that because you post a poll that they will vote. If they don't. You get a few. So one of the things that we highly recommend is that you take inventory of your connections. Do a search of your first degree connections that meet the the persona of the person that would want to vote on this. And then send it. There's a little paper airplane at the bottom. You can send it up to 50 people, blind copied at a time. And you can put in a note. um, As a sales leader who relies on a CRM for many things, I'd love your one-click vote. And of the 50, you'll probably get, I don't know, 10, 15, sometimes even 20 votes. Why? LinkedIn does something really, really well. They don't let you see the vote, who how other people have voted until you vote. So there's a lot of FOMO, fear of missing out, and whatever my peers are saying. So Bob, I saw you wanted just to add to that.
0: Yeah, so um, so the sending it to to, to people's LinkedIn messaging inboxes is, is important because it seems like that there's so much talk about um, polls and the algorithm and how the organic reach has come down a little bit for LinkedIn polls. I say to that, who cares? Because of the fact that you're really you really should be using these polls to get into the messaging inboxes of people so what's going to happen though is as people start to vote on things you are going to see an increase in organic um, in, in, in organic results, it's, in other words, it's going to start showing up in more people's feeds as more people start to engage. So it's, so it's kind of a snowball effect. So I would almost recommend to not see it as, as something for the algorithm and to go viral and all that other stuff that people Mm -hmm. seem to care about, although they, they, they really shouldn't as much to instead get it in Front of the people who you want to start sales conversations with, without being salesy, and polls are just a fantastic way to do that.
1: Yeah, I love that. And hi, and Judy Hayes, one of my favorite people. She didn't know you can send fifty at a messages at a time. So LinkedIn has recently rolled out. I've had it for about maybe two months, but I think it's been rolling out. Where if you click the send button, you can create a group from a post. Any post, you create the send, you can create a group and they'd see each other, or you can choose up to 50 people. And there's a a blue button, I think that says send individually, and then that'll automatically send out 50 individual messages.
0: Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in.
1: You share it in a thread. So let's say you have 10 people in a group. That will count as 10 people. So, and they will all see it because they're in the same thread. But yeah, we can do up to 50 people at a time. It's really cool
0: and that's new too i mean once upon a time we 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 used to advocate against that because of the old way of of doing things so if you're scratching your head thinking oh that sounds different that's because it is different because linkedin has come up with 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 something new now and not everybody has this i actually don't think i have that yet uh but 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 Bryn does so oh if i i don't think I, I i don't think i have that yet so you may or may not well, have that, but yes, it yet can... use it
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure by the end of July, everyone was supposed to have it. But who knows? All right. Well, We'll let's see. We'll check it out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Mm. Uh, Judy, check it out and tell us if you've got it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be very cool. So um, another reason why I like it besides... Um, having that ability to message people is that you can engage with your audience in the comments as well, because remember that choice D or if you only have two reg- regular choices, if it's like, yes, no, true, false or whatever. Uh, and then um, and then your C is other share comments, you can engage with your audience in the comments. If they ask questions, if they have an insight, that's a great way for you to further promote your thought leadership and your expertise in your industry by engaging with people who have chosen to engage with you. So they've taken the the time to do it. Just like any other post, you should absolutely engage with your audience in the comments.
1: Uh, absolutely. So um Let's talk about other things that we can do with the polls. Now, we get people to vote. We can actually even say when we're asking them to vote, we may say to them, I really appreciate your one-click vote. Once the vote closes, I'm happy to reach out and share the insights I gleaned and where you benchmark to your peers. This is a big one, right? So if we're specifically reaching out to sales leaders who use CRMs, those sales leaders want to know what the other sales leaders are doing. We just do. It's human nature, it's curiosity. And now they're expecting us to follow up. And that's really powerful. So you want to collect the data, you want to identify insights that you found from the comments afterwards. We often will create an ebook or something based on what we find. And then when we reach out, we can say, "Hey, as promised, I'd love to share where you benchmark with your peers. Essentially, which category did you fall into, and what are we seeing most often? And what are the trends that we're hearing now that we put this poll out?" It's a great way to take it from poll to real-life conversation.
0: Absolutely. And then we we always talking about uh, we we always talk about using pieces of content to generate other pieces of content and this is and this is one of yeah. the great ways to do that and you might be able to to even spin out more than that either you know with an ebook and then maybe you discover a trend in your initial poll that you want to follow up on do another poll. Mm-hmm. and then yeah. And Repeat, just, just, just start that whole process again, because even though you are seeking out the information, the, you know, you're looking to the tap into the minds of other people, you still are a thought leader because you're genuinely curious. And in my opinion, th- thought leaders should always be learning as, as well as, um, as, as well as adding value and, and helping people out as well.
1: Awesome. And so we do these, you do the podcast, we do eBooks and Judy, thank you. She loved Bob's crispy ChatGPT GPT <laughs> ebook. Yeah, it's brilliant. He, Bob, Bob is definitely, uh, embracing the ChatGPT GPT prompt engineering for content. It's
0: thank you, awesome. Judy. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah so i uh, i mean the end of the day i think polls i think most business development people should always have an active poll every two weeks you do a poll you should always have a poll that you can invite someone to vote on and the and that's why i like two weeks cuz well one they you know you can use it over and over again but it get, you know you might have 50 votes in the first couple of days and then it lags off, but if you send it to someone they see 50 people voted on it. So you don't have to restart that all the time. And if 50 people voted on it, they want to see what 50 people said. So I would say one every 2 weeks, make sure that you do five things in this text with the poll, right? Resonate with the the who the voter, let's say. Resonate who like resonate with the voter. Create enough curiosity in the question that they want to see how other people answer. And then what you want to do in the text is almost teach them something new that gets them thinking differently about the way they're doing things. And that's where it converts from just a poll to a social selling piece of content and create that compelling moment, not just in the the vote, but in the chat. So even though you have other comment below in your text you can even say you know what is your favorite crm yeah you know what right like get them to share um or what's the favorite feature of your crm and just get them into the conversation and that will do what bob is saying is it will that now add to that algorithm and continue to get that out
0: there yeah yeah so so I guess um, if, if, if there's one takeaway that I'd like for, for you to have is that polls aren't a one and done deal. You can get several touch points out of the poll. So starting with the initial poll from the algorithm, then with all the people who you're going to put the poll into the LinkedIn um, messaging inbox mm-hmm. to everyone asking them for the one click poll, then engaging with people in the comments as they are commenting on the poll, and then putting together that ebook, and then with another, because you're going to issue that ebook in another post. So you're actually going to get a second post out of it, which is more engagement um, algorithm driven, in addition to getting that into people's inboxes, too, the inboxes of the people who participated. And then with the comments, you're also participating in that as well. And all of these represent opportunities to start sales conversations. So this isn't just push out a poll and you're done. You have a lot of different opportunities based on one poll to start sales conversations
1: that aren't salesy. Yeah. And you know, tr- they're trust-based. They're around value-driven, they're value-driven conversations. They're curious what other people are, you know, in their world are saying. And I think the the, the idea when you say how you benchmark to your peers who doesn't want to know that, right? And if this is if you've done a good job with resonating, creating curiosity, teaching them something new, that's getting them thinking a little bit differently, right? So, and, and it might teaching them some something new might be here is what we're hearing in the marketplace, right? That CRMs are actively moving into cadence-driven tools yeah. for salespeople, yeah, right. Now we're teaching them something new because, oh, I didn't know that. My CRM's not doing that, right? And that that's the whole point. All of this needs to start to move them closer to being curious enough to have a conversation with you. And that's what social selling is at the end of the day. And polls are a fabulous way to get you there.
0: And the one thing that I've discovered is as you push people to, uh, or, or, or as you expose them, you're not... Pushing people really—you're exposing them to a new idea, and they're kind of being driven towards that place. They are then open to other new ideas as well. You find that their mind is open to other new ideas. That's when it's probably the really best time to have that sales conversation with someone mm. because because they are they're they're hungry, they're receptive, they want to learn more about something that they didn't know about before, and they didn't even know that they didn't know about it before. I love it.
1: All right, let's take this
0: baby in for a landing. We're going to bring this sucker in for a landing. So thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. Now, if you're listening to us, the recorded version of this on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button to access all of our previous shows and be alerted when new ones drop and if you have that bell go ahead and click on that bell too if you'd like more info on our podcast go to socialsaleslink.com/podcasts we do this show every week and we also do our making sales social interview series where we talk with leaders and experts mm-hmm. in sales marketing business and many many more areas so when you are out and about this week and every week and any week. Be sure to make your sales social and have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.